maybe you're here because you've done the unimaginable. The unimaginable of listening to your own voice. And like awakening from the matrix, you're desperately wishing to unsee this truth. This isn't me, this isn't my voice. There's no way this is my singing. Maybe it's a phone mic. You're here wondering, why in the world does my voice sound so dull and so flat? Now, of course, I'm being overdramatic here, but if you're watching this video, chances are you've had a similar experience. If that is you, I'd like to help you. My name is Ivan and I'm a voice teacher who works with students from all around the world over Zoom. And so if this is something you're interested in, check out some of the links in the description. And today I'd really like to explain why your voice sounds dull, why it sounds flat, and most importantly, how do we fix it? So make sure to stay right to the end. Reason number one. Now, to caveat this, what you often hear is not the root problem. You see, when I'm working with students, and especially those who are beginners, when they come in, they're like, my voice is dull, it sounds flat, it doesn't sound, you know, it doesn't sound exciting. A lot of the times, they will blame things like nasality. They'll blame things like, oh, I've got something blocking my, my nose or blocking my, my throat. And that's why my voice sounds dull and flat. But that is usually not the problem. What I've found is often the root cause of this is that you're not actually hitting the right notes. Usually you're not singing high enough. Most beginners will often stick to notes that they're comfortable enough. And usually this is around their speaking range. And so what actually happens is when we're singing a song that requires a bit more range and you're singing it with this kind of range, you're missing a lot of the notes around that. And so often when you're listening back to the song, you'd be like, wow, I'm kind of sounding a bit monotone. I kind of feel like I'm not really hitting the notes. I feel like I'm kind of dull. This is a reason why that is happening. But Ivan, I feel like I am hitting those notes, but I still sound a bit off. I still feel like I sound a bit dull. Chances are what's happening here is you're actually singing the octave below. You're singing the octave below the actual notes. And I think of it as like you're singing the exact same notes, but a whole set lower. And what that means is you're still gonna sound quite different to the original song. And so Ivan, in that case, what should I do? Now the answer here is really simple. You just gotta get you to hit the right notes, making sure you're hitting them in the right octave, and then also making sure you're hitting them correctly. And so whilst I do share some more specific exercises on some of my other videos, an immediate step you can take here is you want to start to get familiar with your entire range. Stretch it out a bit more and start accessing different parts of your range. Because think of it like this, right now you're kind of singing in this kind of area, but if we can get ourselves to be familiar with all of this, right? Because you got a lot more range than you think, then when you start singing songs, you're suddenly gonna have a lot more notes you can access. So very simple things like, simple slides like this where you're kind of going up and down, even if it cracks a tiny bit, that's okay. That's gonna start to get you familiar with all the different areas of your voice. And that means when you go sing a song, you're gonna have a lot more tools, a lot more notes you can access when you're singing. But Ivan, I'm really, really certain I'm hitting the right notes, but no matter what, I still sound a bit dull, I still sound a bit lifeless, and I still sound a bit flat. And I get you, because this is something that really, really plagued me for a long time, which was I used to be so obsessed with hitting high notes, and I worked with a lot of great teachers, and I was able to stretch my range, hit these high notes, but what happened is, no matter how well I could hit those notes, when I went to record a song, I always sounded a bit funny. I always sounded a bit off and I was always curious about why this was the case. Why is it that I can hit these notes, but I still sound a bit funny. And so what I learned is beyond just being able to hit the notes, another important aspect of sounding more exciting, not sounding dull, not sounding flat, is being able to incorporate this idea of vocal colors. 
let's just go back to school for a moment. Remember those times when you had to stand up and you had to give a speech in front of your teacher? One of the feedback that I was often given is speak with more expression. You know, express when you're speaking. Express, express, express. What was the teacher actually trying to say? This is where this idea of vocal colors, this is where it comes in. Colors like volume, soft, medium, loud. Colors like breathiness or not breathiness. Hey, hey, hey. Kind of those little kind of differences in colors, right? Maybe even how smooth things are. Fly me to the moon versus Fly me to the moon. Basically all these different qualities, all these different characteristics that aren't pitch. And the quicker you can understand this idea and apply this to your singing, the more your singing is gonna sound more expressive and most importantly, not dull and flat. Now, what's an exercise you can use to start to develop this? I want you to go onto your Spotify, go onto where you listen to your music and see if you can break down one of your favorite songs as the singer is going through some of the lines, rather than just looking at the different notes they're hitting or like the different feelings, start to break it down into what vocal colors they are using for each line. Maybe where they're going breathy, where they're going strong, where they're going softer. Maybe where they're adding a bit of vibrato. See if you can hear it and break it down into these little colors. Because from there, it becomes really easy. You then just wanna see if you can execute it. So if they're going breathy, you go breathy there. If they're going strong, you go stronger there. If they're going soft, you go soft there. If they're holding out a note, you hold out that note too. See if you can test yourself, see if you can have that same level of control. Now, this is something that I do tackle a bit more in my course, The Fundamentals of Singing, which you can find in the link in the description. But this is this idea of singing into the pocket, which is learning how to combine all these different colors and sing it at the right place and right time. This is what's gonna allow you to sing and sound good. Okay, so reason number three, if you still feel like, hey Ivan, you know, uh, I've gone through, I've looked at my pitch, I've looked at, am I singing with color and I still feel like something sounds dull or flat about it, then this leaves us with the final culprit, which is there could actually be something dull or flat about your singing. Now, I still would highly recommend, make sure you tackle the first two properly because it's very easy to be like, that's not me, but I've noticed with a lot of new students that I work with, it generally is the case. Now, what does this actually leave us with? One of the reasons that might be causing this is nasality. And what I mean is true nasality. Now, the nasality I'm talking about might be very different to the thing that you're thinking about. Because I find that for a lot of people, when they come work with me, they're always talking about, oh, my voice sounds so nasal. But what they're referring to is twang, this kind of whiny, ah, ah, this kind of whiny bright sound. This is not what I mean when I talk about nasality. Because true nasality is when airflow, instead of coming out of the mouth, goes up into your nose. Huh, huh, huh. Because if I block my nose, huh, huh, it starts to sound quite muffled. But if I also go back to the twang sound, ah, 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 you can still make that sound without the sound being muffled. And it's important for you to understand that they are different. Now, a second thing that's really important to understand here is nasality is not necessarily bad, right? There are certain sounds that need to be nasal, otherwise it would sound funny. For example, if I go sing, sing, if I say the word sing on the NG, the last part of the sound, sing, it has to be nasal. Like if I don't do it, it would sound very, very funny. The problem when we get a bit muffled or we have this kind of dull kind of quality is when there's nasality throughout, right? And excessive nasality, in fact, nasality across the entire word. For example, if I was to say the word, or, or, your, your, but I kind of pronounce it more as yon, 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 I'm kind of going like yong, right? That's when we run into problems. 
And so how do we solve this, right? An idea here is we want to get you really, really familiar with what it is to be nasal and what it is to not be nasal, right? This simple observation of what is nasality and what isn't is really important, but I find that a lot of people don't have this awareness because they just don't pay much attention to it, right? So this is something we wanna play around with today. So how we can do this, right, is I want you to just block your nose and I want you to go through the five vowels. A, E, E, O, U. Now we're gonna use these vowels because it's a bit more pure versus A, E, I, O, U, right? But see if you can go, See if you can go between those five hours. There wasn't much nasality then, because if I did have nasality, it would be. It's kind of gets a bit kind of muffled. We want to see if we can really paint the picture between those two extremes. And just ask yourself, what felt different? You know, observe the feeling in your body. Personally, for me, I feel like when I'm not nasal, uh, uh, I feel this kind of really nice kind of buzz or ring or space somewhere up and back behind the nose. But when I go nasal, uh, uh, everything kind of gets trapped in the nose, right? That's my personal distinction, but feel free to experiment. Feel free to play around with this. As long as you can get to this place where huh, huh, the sound itself doesn't get blocked off, find that first and then ask yourself, how did that feel? And so that is a wrap. Hopefully this episode has shared with you why you might be sounding double flat when you listen back to your recording and giving you some ideas on how to work on this. So if this was useful, all I ask is please share this episode with a friend or family. This means the world to me and it can help this community grow even bigger and stronger. And before we wrapped up, I really wanted to leave you all with a bit of motivation. And today's motivation comes from this quote. It's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. And this is by Epictetus, who is a famous Greek philosopher. A lot of us, and you're probably in this boat when you're listening to this, right? You're listening back to your voice and you go, wow, this isn't how I imagined I sounded like. And gosh, I don't sound that good. Maybe I don't have the gift or talent for singing. What I would encourage you here is in this moment, you've really got two choices. You can either subscribe to this belief that I can't sing. I don't have a voice. I'm terrible at it. Or you can subscribe to this belief of I can get better though right? I can find information. I can work with great teachers. I can observe my own singing and just figure out how I can make it better. You always have this choice. And so if you're in this boat, I would encourage you, do not fall for that first one, right? Do not fall for this belief that, oh man, this is just what my voice is like. I've seen so many transformations, people going from where you are right now to being able to sing songs that they've always wanted to my own transformation, you know, transformations from my clients. Even if you just go onto YouTube, there's so many people who have transformed their voice. Please do not subscribe to that first belief. You can always get better and become better. So thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Ivan. I'm your voice teacher and look forward to seeing you for our, our weekly episode every Thursday, Friday, depending on where you're joining me from. And if you want some more details on how to get in touch with me or how to work with me, just check out the link in the description. Apart from that, thank you so much. I will see you all next week. Take care.